Okay, here we are. Here we are. What do you mean? (laughs) Makeshift podcast. Hey, everybody. um, I'm not going to say welcome back to Two and a Half Girls because this is going to be way different than our usual podcast. We decided to do um, something called Vino Vlogs. Vino Vlogs. Originally, we wanted it to be like more late. Except for we don't have wine today, we have Prosecco, so... We have Prosecco because it's daytime. We're we were We were originally yeah. supposed to do, like, nighttime um, in our in our homes, how we really, really talk when we're together. We wanted this to be a little bit more... Um, casual. Casual, but also um, a little bit... Go- we wanted to go into... In- we wanted to go in depth more and have some more serious conversations like we do when we're together, because we honestly have those conversations. Get to know us a little more. Yeah. Don't you want to know us? Yeah. yeah. So exactly. and this week is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk breaks. about heartbreaks um, and its many forms. A cop down for sack. Are you all right? Do you need help with that? Yeah. What is the deal? Listen, here? I have small hands. The pink dress. Ooh. Woo! <laughs> Popping bottles. All right, pour it up. Pour it up. What's on your knee there? A little flake of food, rude. Oh, is it chili? No, it's Ew. like bread or something. Chili on your knees? <laughs> oh, I need a little more. This is weak. Look at this. I mean, because the bubble. Hold on. And I have a tremor in my right hand, so it's kind of hard to pour. A tremor. <laughs> okay, there we go. Ooh, goodness. That's a good amount That's of That's a good amount, right? Me and Laura have an event to go off, go to a little bit later, so we got to stay. That's why Laura's all dolled up. She's not normally like that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's like the unclassiest yes, way to okay. pour Prosecco. Whatever, dude. Cheers, guys. Cheers. We love you guys. Cheers. Well, it's a vino vlog. Here's to the men that we love. Here's to the men that love us. But the men that we love will never love us. So fuck all the men. Here's to us. Yes! I hate <laughs> I know. I'm really obnoxious. Yeah. But I thought it was appropriate since we're talking about her. Oh, I have a good one. Never above. Never below. Always together. Is that, is that a, did you just make that up? No. Did you just make that up right now on the spot? Sorry, I gotta get ready for this event, and I I really want to get into this heartbreak stuff. So I just feel like I feel like I've talked about heartbreaks on Two and a Half Girls before, like um, heartbreaks in a relationship. But we were we were saying that we'd love to bring up the fact that uh, we have dealt with heartbreaks in so many different arenas of our life, um, of our lives, and I would say a main one for both of us would be. Um, our jobs, you know, being being actresses and living out here in LA and getting really attached to a character. I mean, you can't, you kind of get used immune to rejection, and you got to right. you got to have that thick skin. But there are times where, you know, um, there's just that character that you really, really resonate with, and you can like envision yourself portraying this person. It like becomes yeah. a part of you, and I, and when you're I, in your third callback, or you're onto your third callback. I was tested for Pretty Little Liars, and I like just that makes really sense. thought that that was going to happen, to happen yeah. because my read was so good. I'm not kidding. I did a good. really good read. Well, what did you and, read for? Which character? Um, Ashley Benson's role. I mean, duh. And, um... You know, I I was I was young. I was I was really young. It was like one of my first auditions out here, and I ended up testing for it. And then I was so was I was so attached to it. And then obviously, when I didn't go further, I was like, oh, it was my first like big letdown. Yeah, you know. How many callbacks did you have? I went into the audition room. I screen tested. Yeah. I went into the audition room like three times, and then I then I went to network and. 
Yeah, that yeah. was that was extremely like excruciating. Yeah. What did you do when you found out that I cried? Oh. I cried. When you actually sure. looked it, or when you found out you didn't get it? I when I found out that I didn't get it, or right. that I wasn't right. going forward, I was actually heartbroken. You know, it was it's my first time being so close to something, and then like yeah. you know. Get getting that ripped out from under you. It's crazy how much you and Ashley Benson look alike too. So clearly they yeah, had we an look image like in, we could be related. It looks sure. like they had an image in mind for that role. Right, Hannah. I think it was Hannah. That's her uh -huh. name. Yeah, Hannah was yeah a blonde bitch, man. <sighs> yeah, and I love. But she used to be fat. If you've ever watched the show, that was like part of her storyline. Is she like? got hot because she used to be chubby and I remember like that fat suit they put her in. It was literally like a life vest under a sweater. <laughs> now that's worst, a heartbreak. It was the worst fat suit. <laughs> I but love Pretty Little Liars. It was a great I mean, show. I, I loved that show. Yeah. I just have, what, it came out on Tuesdays. It was Pretty Little Liars Tuesdays. There was a point in time where Make It or Break It came on after it, but I honestly oh, just right. watched it because oh, I, I loved, loved that show. Network, so network twins, you and Lucy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was sitting here thinking and I don't know, it's, it's weird for me because we had mentioned that, and of course, like, um, I felt heartbreaks for, you know, certain, not heartbreaks, I just personally wouldn't call it a heartbreak, but I've been disappointed or even aggravated with myself, you know, thinking, you know, I, I, I should have done this or I should have done that in the room when it comes to auditions and characters, but for me, it's, it's I don't know, I always... I really try to keep myself in that mind state of everything happens for a reason. Otherwise, I think you can go really crazy in LA. So, that. I mean, and and for example, like when I was fourteen, I had the an original the original screen test deal um, for him. Yes, yes, I love this. And story. I remember Miley wasn't even a, a part of. Um, she she hadn't casted for she it was yet. Nothing yet. She was like thirteen years old. No, she hadn't casted for it. They actually decided to put it on hold, and they came back. Right. And, and then I had to go back to pr the producer session. So right before going in with one other girl, they decided to rewrite, do some rewrites. And I wound up like couch surfing with my mom on friends' couches out here for like eight weeks waiting to go back in. And um, I knew immediately when I left that they had changed their minds and it wasn't going to happen. And, and like my mom was Why heartbroken. Um, I, I, my agents told me, it, it, oh. maybe not right away, but I, I, um, I thought it was a great audition, but you could sense. my, well, no, my agents had called me. So it wasn't the, the second I left the room, but, um, my agents had called me and said, I think they have a, a different choice. And it was oh. like, I believe it was later that day. So this was quick. And like, I'll never forget. My mom was so heartbroken. I mean, I was like practicing the wand in the mirror. I'm like, this is mine. You oh know? my God. Yes. Um, and that the awkward, one, that awkward oh video. Oh my god! Wait, 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 just interfere, and everyone needs to watch that awkward video of Hillary Duff doing the wand before they like add the graphic and uh -huh. it's just her being like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good old Disney. But no, I weirdly like fourteen-year-old me was just like, "It's okay." I, and I kid you not, this is what I did. I was like, "Let's go to church." What? I did. I was like, "Let's go to church." I was like, I just want to pray about it. I got, I, I'm good. Like God's got me. Like that was very much the the, the how I am still. But like right. even as a kid, like that's I don't know. My mom was like, what the heck is wrong with my 14 year old daughter? It's not normal. But I was like, it'll be okay. Yeah. So um, that's what I did. I went I went straight to a church in Burbank and said a prayer and was like, all right, whatever's meant to be will happen. And then um, Disney uh, wrote me into another show. It was actually supposed to be the spinoff of the Sweet Life mm -hmm. before Sweet Life on Deck. So it was called Arwen. And um, they wrote in a character called named Cassie. I actually didn't have to audition for it, which is really cool. And I felt like, wow, this is really good. Like, thank you, Disney. I love you. And that didn't happen either because uh, Selena was in both pilots and Wizards of Waverly Place once. So it just wasn't meant to be. And 
it's everything's panned out. Yeah. yeah. Great. I feel like just different. things like that, it's annoying and like I struggle with like when you know you like put in the work and you tried so hard and like you did everything you could and it still doesn't happen. It's very like defeating and just like sad because it's like did the hard work pay off? I guess mm -hmm. it doesn't always, even though yeah. you kind of build up in your mind that if you do it, it will happen. And that it's is just the case gotta, sometimes. That's reality though. Like they don't yeah, you you can't and it is heartbreaking. But on a different note, my heartbreak that I'll share isn't related to that, even though I did act growing up and I do understand the the feeling of rejection, not getting something that you feel you're a right fit for. But um, how about we talk about love love heartbreaks? You know, oh. our first loves are Unrequited love. love. I remember my first, so I um, didn't date in high school or anything, so I, like, was a little late. Because you were pretending to be straight still. Not really, no. <laughs> I, we'll do a whole Didn't you have, like, a crush on I'm Annie? Here thinking no, on CC. On CC! So, I, no, we'll do a whole other video on coming out and all that, because there's a little, way there's, more to dive more. in there. I came out when I was 17. But anyways, <laughs> I didn't start dating until I moved out here. And my first actual heartbreak, I think, was this guy that I never referred to him by name. I only referred to him as Pilates instructor because that's what he did. He was a Pilates instructor. And you might be thinking, oh, he must have had a rocking bob. No, he didn't. But uh, I was so obsessed with him. And anyways, it was just like... Why? Because like, he was just the first guy, I think, that like I really like connected with. You know? Right. Like, and you know, like... We're not delusional people. Well, maybe we are sometimes, but you just know when you connect with someone and you know when yeah. something feels right. And we dated for about six months and he just never like took me seriously really and never committed, even though I knew that like we could have been something mm -hmm. and it just had to end because it wasn't going to proceed. And that was probably... Do you talk to him? I did for a while. But now I think he either died or moved. Oh my god! Because oh, let's hope the latter. <laughs> I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in years. Never run into him. Never run into any of his. I have seen people that he was friends with, but he's never with. Is he someone you typically would run into? He has no social media. I mean, yeah, you know, WeHo and whatnot. Do I you ran, have his number? I ran into him while we were to, like dating back in the day. Yeah, I do have his number. Last time I texted him, he didn't respond. Oh. That was like three or four years ago, though. Pilates instructor. I'm, I'm sitting here think, still thinking because I feel like my story wasn't really like juicy enough and wasn't as like vino vloggy as I wanted it because I want this shit to be transparent. Uh -huh. And like, yeah, the industry is tough and like we've definitely had some wins and, and there's been way more losses and that's just the way it goes. But like heartbreak, like moments of fucking desperation of um, what's going on. And I... I guess uh, I I get brought back brought back to like my fourteen year old self. Um, I just had like a Man. month. I, I like, but this isn't a heartbreak with a guy. Oh. So like, it was a month of um, just a lot of crazy things that happened, which which wind up which wound up being um, the reason for I believe all the stress that happened in this one month. The reason for my first panic attack, oh. um, which we'll get into with the mental health stuff, <laughs> but. Um, which was the scariest moment of my entire life. But I had a panic attack. It's, it's uh, yeah, especially when you're young and you don't really understand certain things and, and like mental health and just it literally feels like you're dying. It's yeah, it's a real it's bizarre. Um, but uh, it it was a time period where I guess my biggest heartbreaks have been tied probably to like deaths. I feel like at a young age I kind of dealt with a lot of 
random losses. And one of them was, so there was a time period of my life when I was about 14 where I lost my, my babysitter, my my babysitter from when I was younger, but I was very, very close with her. I like grew up with this woman, Roxanne. So she had passed away. And then somebody, I started coming back and forth to LA around that time period. And someone out here, I knew that was a young man who I was supposed to work with like two days later, writing music drowned. This is all within like one month. So she had passed away, caused drowned. And then um, my very, the very first guy I liked, it wasn't like a first boyfriend, but the first guy I liked, Um, When I got back to Florida, he had to move back home. He was a little bit older than me and came out for like college and he moved back. And it was like this time period of just all of these changes that I wasn't used to. I was like, just, just death and, and, and heartbreak of the guy moving away. And I feel like there's a couple of other things that had happened and it spun me into a plan attack. Um, No, he could. It's like a, I I don't know. It's a really weird story. And this was also... 15 years ago now uh, I also don't want to say anything that could be incorrect because right. I wouldn't feel like that's appropriate that's a pretty it's like horrible very disrespectful to doing that but I don't it wasn't like a drug thing or like it's just mm-hmm. he drowned they were all like swimming in a lake I don't know exactly what happened oh, but wow. um but yeah so it was just like a I think my my mind like my spirit whatever you want to call it didn't know how to handle all those things at once right so I just remember that being the first time in my life just feeling like everything was off like right like just feeling like oh this is what real life feels like like everything up until then you have your hardships as a kid but like I just remember everything was pretty normal I was dancing I was coming out right. here and acting like I'm, I'm I have a wonderful family especially at that God. age you don't really deal with tragedy yeah but there was like just so much in one uh-huh. oh and um a, a cousin of mine had also passed away. It was like the worst month. I knew there was yeah. four. I said four things. It was the worst month ever. And I and I always was the person that like my personality, even at a young age, like I felt like my older siblings or my parents would like not come to me, my parents, but they would. I just felt like I was able, always able to take things um, really well mm-hmm. and take like hold on the weight of the world. You know what I mean? So I probably was trying to take like hold hold everybody up. And there just comes a point in time where you're like, I'm only fucking human. I also was 14 and I just crashed. I was getting my makeup done in the mall. And I I love that. I don't know. My sister's friend was like a makeup artist in the mall. At Sephora or what? um, I think it was, it was Neiman Marcus. Oh my God. She was in Boca Town Center. And I just remember out of nowhere, I was like, I got, I don't know. It just hit. I like, I have to get up and I just, I like was, I like blacked out. I was running across the mall and I just like, Went to the bathroom and I, I guess in that moment in time, everything just hit me. Yeah. Maybe I was sitting there with my eyes closed thinking yeah. about everything, but yeah. we'll get into all that next time. But that that would be my first like feeling of like True brokenness, heart yeah. Heart, yeah. Like, right, broken. Like that, I felt very broken in that moment. So that is a lot. That'd be nice. It's always like unrequited love, you know. Oh, like that's always. Ugh. And there's it, nothing worse. I think the stigma of like. You know, you like start talking with someone and you do have a connection right. and then all of a sudden they know that you like them. Yeah. And that's a bad thing. Right. Why is that a bad right. thing? So I don't understand. I have to get this quote you know. on my phone. I'm... Okay, she sent me this yesterday and it reminds me of what you just said. And I feel like anyone, this could resonate with a lot of people. Um, oh no, it's unavailable. My response was because people suck and everyone is scared to fall into something good. Because the scariest thing is having good things go to garbage, and most of them, most of the time, they do. Fuck. What was? Wow, that? I was in a mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not all the time. No, it was something about like 
I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like, oh, be careful. Be careful that you're too nice and too loyal and too loving. He might just throw you in the trash or something right. like that. Yeah. And she's like, why is this so true to, for so many people? And I'm like, because I don't, when people get scared of something, people get the most scared, I feel like, of something good to break down my, like, weird response but people get the most scared of something good because the worst feeling in the world is is falling for someone or having something and it being stripped from you that's what I think yeah that's why some people are like I don't don't even want to go down that path I don't want to fall in love because I don't want to get hurt right so it's not the love part it's the hurt part for me I think it's always worth the pain to have life experiences and love love people and have just I don't know or I mean a heartbreak of like even friends right you know friends can break your heart like Really, really badly. I've been hurt so many times by so many of my friends. You really have. That it's just like... You should talk a little more about that. I'm right, sure there's yeah. so many yeah. like, girls I mean, that are dealing with that. You know, those you know, scenarios. I had... I had this boyfriend that I dated in my young 20s. A Chad Pitt, will you? Oh. And I know when him. we broke... We broke up because he cheated on me. And then after that he decided that he was going to sleep with all of my friends. Now, I can't even really blame him, but I can blame my friends. You know what I mean? Like, that was a I can't hard... Blame him, yeah, I do, I do, but I would expect... I, I expect more right. out of my right. female companion. You would expect him to try to spite me. I would expect him to try and spite me. I would not expect them to play along. Right. And that is really... Because it's more hurtful. It is. It's it's yeah. almost more of a heartbreak than him, you know? Well, I think mm-hmm. you're a very loyal person, and you've always been big on loyalty, but I think after that, if you if you guys do watch our podcast, you'll notice, I believe you say, talk about loyalty quite often, because it's so important to you, and I think it is. realizing the, the lack thereof with certain people, I think that made you realize how truly special it is to find people in your life that you can yes. trust and that, that trust yeah. you and mm-hmm. there's like that loyalty it's well, almost that feeling sometimes. of betrayal I've had that happen to me once before way long ago after I broke up with an ex and like a friend at the time like they had a thing afterwards and I was just like wow you were there when I was like on the floor like feeling like I was gonna die well there's and nothing worse than that. yeah there's That's nothing worse painful. than uh when you know someone and you trust them and you're really close friends with them and I feel like all three of us I personally think it's my best quality ever that I have is that I'm very intuitive and I very much can read energies on people and I am always, always right on whether or not somebody is genuine or not always. a person. That's what I was getting to. So it's really devastating to me when somebody all of a sudden shows their true colors, I guess, and is completely different than what I thought of them because I am so rarely fooled by People that when I really don't expect something from someone, and it's happened with friends of ours and people with you, Laura, just that's like, wow, I really did not think they would ever do that. And they I did. Know. I know. It's and heartbreaking. it's pretty upsetting and disappointing. But it's also at the same time, like, like, yeah, it hurts and it sucks and it's really, like, it is heartbreaking. But at the end of the day, it makes you appreciate the people in your life that right. you know <laughs> would never do that. You know what I mean? And it also kind of gave me, after all of that, and after the most recent, mm-hmm. I think that, honestly, I just feel lighter not having fakeness in my life right. and not having people quantity that, over that, yeah, quality like, over quantity. I would rather, you know, I yeah. just, 
you know, two-faced people, like, you don't need them in your life. You, you, re don't. you really, really don't. And so whenever people do show their true colors, listen to them. They're showing you exactly who they are. If somebody you know? is telling you something they did to somebody else, this is just like, I'm not talking about any of these people. This is just in general because of something you just said that sparked this. My dad taught me this early on. If you witness somebody doing something to somebody else, what makes you think you're so I, special? I know. Right. Not I know. That's the biggest, right. that's a huge thing for me. They'll, like, they'll, like, they'll trust you and tell you something bad that they did to someone else, and they're just like, what do they think? Like, oh, I, I must know. be really special. Do I the exception? No. Well, the thing for me that I think happens a lot that to me is so retarded is that with, when it comes to dating, a lot of people will get into a relationship, basically, with someone that's already in a relationship. And it's like, if this person is willing to cheat on their current, taught us about that. current boyfriend or girlfriend, boyfriend or girlfriend with you, and say they break up with them and they leave that person for you, what on earth makes you think that that won't happen again? Mm, exactly. You know, you got to pay attention, people. Pay attention. You got to pay attention. If this people. person is... Running their mouth 24-7 about other people, the odds of them talking about you that way yeah. behind your back are incredibly high. Yeah. So jot that down. Write that down. <laughs> jot that down. Jot that down. Save that for later. Um Yeah, I was gonna say Sarah mentioned something. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher Sarah this. is Dorito Teeth. Dorito way, Teeth. In case you forgot. Um, her name is actually They Sarah. didn't forget. <laughs> you don't forget a face like that. <laughs> you don't forget. Um or titties. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Or else. So Sarah, um, explain this in depth because a lot of times people, and it's not even like you're always a bad person, but like you, you'll find yourself attracted to somebody who has a companion or right. a, a partner, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Same thing. Or who's in a marriage or whatever it may be, whatever extent it's, it is. But she, 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 um, broke, she broke it down, down psychology to, the, to the, she said something like, it's, it's because, yeah. um, do you want to just say it? Let me explain it. It basically is this. It's that when, when you see a scenario of someone being able to, um, I guess. It's when you see someone that is, when they're with someone, it means to you that they're desirable, that they're desired by somebody else. And that they can provide. Right. And that that's basically that they're a, a good mate. You know, yeah. So you want that person because Women they've already, the they've already proven that they can be a companion. So you want them to be your companion. Yeah. Well, it's like if a woman sees, you know, this that this man was desired by this woman right. who is like stunning and beautiful and, and great. You know, they yeah, look they that, look yeah. to the women to be like, oh well, if she liked him or if she saw something right. in him, she used to date him, then there must be, a, be something some here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other funny thing is that I feel like that's a very subconscious thought. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. no girl is really admitting or saying out loud, like, oh, well, like, Susan loved him, so I I love him too. Yeah, and you definitely no, no. don't. It's, it's, right. it's shameful to say aloud. Right, right. yeah. You'd feel it really is. weird saying, For I wouldn't have been into that guy, but because... Jesse dated him. Heather now I want him. Because yeah. Heather, who cares right. about him, I want to date him now. Well, yeah. like, okay, for instance, like, Nicholas Holt, I never really thought he was that attractive. And then I saw Jennifer Lawrence date him, and right. I was instantly like, oh, he's actually got something going on there. Like, All of a sudden, and I was like, I yeah, that. like, well, because, yeah. you know, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Yeah, I do. True. I do. I'm obsessed. I kind of thought that same thing with Megan Fox and Brian. If you could pick one, yes, five, 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 five
Jennifer Lawrence, and she would break my fucking heart. Uh, speaking of heart, right? I think I think or Halsey. Kristen Stewart, Halsey. dude. I Kristen I Stewart's Halsey. hat. If I had that to could be in a relationship. If I if I was a gay woman, right. I would I would want to date Halsey. Who would I? Yeah. Even though everyone knows I'm obsessed with Lindsay Lohan, I could never, I could never. Ew. Yeah, be you better say me. Oh, that's so ugly. I mean, I already said if I had to have sex with a girl, it would be happy. <laughs> but if I had to fully be in a relationship with a girl, I think it would be Megan Fox. I think it would be. I feel like she's cool and like... She would never be you. <laughs> it would be the most fun thing to be like, this is who I'm with. Who <laughs> I love how much you guys hate on each other. Me and Laura hate each other. Uh-huh, but they good. really love each other. I know. I'm obsessed with Brett. Okay. Is this a... Are we wrapping up now? I think we can wrap up. And that's heartbreak. Uh, Let's yeah, have some fun. Basically, <laughs> honestly, the, the moral of the story here and the best rapper-upper would yeah, be let's like... Wrap this up. Let's wrap this up on a positive note. How we deal with it and it's how we process it. And, and like... like Because everybody's going to be heartbroken absolutely. in their life and everybody's going to hurt really badly <clears> in their life. But it's how you deal with it that matters. Because... And you know... And you have to feel it. You have to... You, you know. have to feel to heal. I love that. Wow. I love that. It's good. Day, you do. You it have shapes to feel who it. you are and it makes you a better person. Yeah. I always said that, that, you know, the more things you go through in life, it makes you that much of a stronger, better person. But right. I, I would say really quickly too, like I, I, I said this on my Instagram story last, uh, yesterday, but just know you guys like in the moment, especially when I was younger, things, certain things felt like they would never get better or end or and I'd never be happy again in those little moments. Mm-hmm. You will be. And you it will be ten times happier. The, there is literally always a light at the end of the tunnel. I, I said this 200 times. Anybody watched my story? Apologize if you got to hear it again. But, like, it's so true. And, like, in those moments, no matter what you're feeling, just know all that's going to pay off because it's going to, it really is going to grow you as an individual. It's going to make you um, be that much more aware of scenarios and situations that you place yourself in. And and I always say the the bad times, like the downs in life, make the ups that much better. It makes you like really appreciate those me, good like, those good people and those go, good moments. Exactly. Everybody says which are um, those are friends. time heals everything, and it's such like everybody says it all the time that you don't really like. I believe it. You know, listen to it, but I'm not kidding. Literally, time heals everything. Mm-hmm. So like, just know that. Put that in the back of your head. Put it on a loop. If you're like, you if you're, be sad about you're not going to be sad about no. this forever, no, eventually. Like, one day you won't even, you'll be going about your day not thinking about it, it at could, all. And it could have been the biggest thing in your life. It like, could take you five years, but eventually it's going to get better, right. you know? And so if you just keep telling yourself that, like, I'm not going to feel this way forever. This too shall pass. Yeah, like, that's what it was. Yes. I was going through a breakup. I was at Ikea with my mom getting, like, furniture or something. And I remember passing this woman. I was so heartbroken. It was one of those, like, can't eat, can't sleep heartbreaks. Like, dreaming of the person. Oh, like, oh, that You're still heartbroken. And this girl had this she tattoo had over that. that said, in time, this too shall pass. And I was like... I'm gonna go get that I, tattooed on No, I saw it and I was like, that's cool, but that's not the case. I'll forever be heartbroken about this. And it passed. You're so right. heartbroken? No. No, don't care. Do I that. laugh. At, honestly, I laugh at that. I will say, I, I laugh at myself right. for even being heartbroken for that. There scenario. is this quote in this movie that I love called Rabbit Hole um, uh, with Nicole Kidman and Aaron Eckhart. Great film. But uh, <laughs> they talk about, they deal with a huge tragedy in the movie, and the mother talks about how, like, a bad heartbreak like that 
it's like a brick or a weight in your pocket. And at yeah. first it weighs on you so, so much and like tears you down. But eventually you get used to it and it becomes bearable and you still know it's there and you still recognize it. But, you know, life goes on life and goes you on. just live with the weight. So You live with the Absolutely. weight and you get stronger, you know. You get stronger. You get stronger. What happens when you lift weight? You get stronger. Yeah. All right, we're going to end it. Okay, it's getting rough. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, everybody. It's like, that's not the point of being a boss. Right. And if your heart's cheers, working yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, cheers, you're loved. You're loved. loved. We, we love, love you. And we love alcohol. Woo! <laughs>